we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Mommy's Nightcap. Hi. <laughs> we have, well, I'm Val, your host, like, like usual, and we do have a special guest today, the man, the myth, the legend. Yo, 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 yo. Mo Z. It's your boy, Mozilla the Killer. Look me up on Spotify. Don't do it. Ain't nothing there. There's nothing there. <laughs> it's my husband, Mo. Um, his long anticipated uh, Mommy's Nightcap debut. Um, he's here with me today to do another episode of Advice Nobody Asked For. Because if you've ever met Mo or gotten advice from him, you know who he enjoys giving it. So, so much wisdom in this body. Of you got to get closer. Oh, my God. I told you. I'm trying to lean back. What were you saying? So much wisdom in this body, in my, in this brain. You have a lot of wisdom. Mm -hmm. Then you gotta offer it to the people. That's what I'm here for. Y'all reach out to me. I got you. I'll tell you the solution to every problem. You may not like it, but he's here. I think you're a good balance for not having Evelyn here, because you guys are like the same in the I don't give a fuckness of your advice. So it's because we know we're right, so we just tell you, and if you don't roll with it like you're supposed to, that's your fault. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, before we get started on all the advice that nobody asked us for, uh, we have some drinks. Mo, what you got? Uh, let me let me get, go ahead and give you guys a mental image of what I have in this corner here. <laughs> I have this, hydration station. I have this giant liter water bottle. I have this little bit of monster watermelon, and I have uh, this bottle of Pepsi Complete for heartburn. Ooh. Because, you know, we old like that. But this small town brewery, not your father's root beer. Now, I know how this tastes because it's my favorite drink. It's the only, I guess, beer you would call that. It's I, beer. It's the only one I drink. How does it taste? Want to tell us. <sighs> Literally, just like root beer. People love to say, oh, you don't taste the alcohol. Oh, this tastes just like blah, and, blah, blah. But that's when it sneaks up on you. Well, no. With this drink, that's true. With every other drink, it's not true. You won't taste it. It's like, I taste straight garbage. What you mean? This doesn't taste like orange pale ale. This tastes like pure beerness. Yeah. I have a sensitive palate. I'm a sensitive soul. <laughs> You're a sensitive man. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, I have, it is called Second Banana. It's by Wiseacre Brewing company um if i remember correctly they are in tennessee um let's see tennessee let's see <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm funny today let's see <laughs> oh that's good i wish evelyn was here to I was like, can I, am i supposed to try it because <laughs> that's what we should do can i, I try it but no let me let me smell it you want to smell it? Yeah. You're going to hate it. It's a Hefenweizen for those of you who like that it. That smells horrible. <laughs> but everybody here would probably love it. Evelyn and Sarah would be like, ooh, ah, that's mm. good. So I'm really good at knowing how things will taste just from smell. I know some people say it's a weird thing and it's not true, blah, blah, blah. No, I could smell it and know if it's going to taste good. And me and Valerie are pretty good balance off each other. Because I know if it's disgusting to me, she's going to absolutely love it. <laughs> so that's what I do. It's like, oh, that looks horrible. Let me go ahead and get it some of those. Oh, this smells like garbage. She's going to want to try this. Yeah. And I know for this, for sure. I don't, I don't even think I offer you beer to try anymore because I know you're not going to. Nope. 
Not That's at a all. waste of a sip. I'm that classic. I hit that level of husbandry where I look at her and be like, "Do I like that? <laughs> Am I gonna eat this?" I'm like, "Mo, you like this? I don't know. Ask Valerie if I like." And it. then if I'm trying to be polite, I just make eyes at him and I like lightly shake my head, mm-hmm. like, "No." Too spicy. Too spicy. Too spicy. It's like honey barbecue sauce. Boy, don't eat that. You're going to burn. Because <laughs> that's my threshold of spice. Yeah, honey barbecue. That's exotic. Mm-hmm. So, ooh, little kick today. <laughs> you feeling, <laughs> you feeling spicy. Well, well, give me some water. Well, before we get started on what we're doing, do you want to tell people, is there anything you want people to know about you? A little bit about yourself? No, I mean, I'm pretty much covered in previous... Uh, sessions, I guess. I mean, we've only been talking about you for a year. Yeah, I'm a, I'm like the number one fan. I listen to every episode. He sure does. I be, I give feedback, and I make sure it's not as like a a significant other or a friend. No, no, no. I give feedback purely as a fan, and I gotta like look. I didn't appreciate this. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. And I then live. I think this is also why I want to do an episode like this with you because when I do them, you'll always come back and be like, hey. These were my thoughts on this mm-hmm. advice that y'all gave. Like every I think- time, I, I be in the car taking notes about mm-hmm. the crash. Like hold up, we gotta, we gotta discuss this because some of these people was wrong. Yeah, because Evelyn and I will be like X Y Z, and you'll be like, well, what about PQRS? Mm-hmm. And you did good. Good job. I know my alphabet. I mean, look, reading's essential. Hashtag Evelyn. All right, well, let's get this party started. I got. I got some that are just like advice people were looking for and some that are, you know, fan favorites. Am I the asshole? Because I you're good at letting people know they're the asshole or not. Oh, yeah. I'm really good. Cutting dry and right and wrong. Here. Yeah. So we're starting on a light note. This is kind of a silly one. And then a lot of them I just kind of glanced through. So I'll be just as surprised as you finding out. All right. Here we go, y'all. This one says my wife wants to be- breastfeed me. <laughs> I come from a very conservative Christian home, met my wife six years ago on New Year's Eve, and things got a little crazy. I have since become laid back and down to try new things ever since I met her. Long story short, she ended up pregnant and nursing, and she just asked me the other night if she could breastfeed me. I mean, I'm a weird person and have done a lot of weird things in my life, but this kind of takes a cake. I just stared at her with a blank face and told her, I don't know how I feel about this. I love my wife to death. And want to make her happy. Any advice, please? <laughs> Sheesh. So, uh, obviously, they have kids. At least one kid. Yeah. For this to even be an option. Um, let's see how I want to approach this. It's weird. And I'm all about do whatever you want. As long as nobody get hurt, be open. Do some weird shit. So, but the fact that it's like a sexual thing, I guess. That's what, I don't think it's clear if. I mean, she asked him she to. Want, she wants him to latch and just drink some. Like, it's one thing to be like, hey, taste this. Because, I mean, I've tasted some of Valerie's before. Yeah. Ain't, ain't nothing weird with that. They got fucking, what are they, the, the bodybuilders that be buying that shit. And they bought, buy, that yeah. liquid gold out here. Yeah. I mean, breast milk is great for you. But, I don't know. I guess I was a low supply person. So, I'd be like, I, I ain't wasting that shit on you. Basically. But if she's like over here, like producing, she's like, just suck me drag. <laughs> so how long did they say they've been together? Four years? Six years. They met six years ago. So they have it. They got a kid. It's probably fresh. So five years together. No baby. All of a sudden, because, you know, mom's whole brain be changing through and after the pregnancy. All of a sudden, she's like, 
Let me try this out right quick. I don't know. Maybe would something you, about. Would you ever ask me? I would not. But hey, look, Zena having trouble latching. Come try it. I'm latching just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would ever grab, ask you. Grab a head. No, get out of Because here. it's not even like try my breast milk. She literally wants to wants to, to breastfeed. breastfeed him. I'm a, how much you got to drink? I don't know. Look, people are big on that whole happy wife, happy life. I'm big on that happy spouse, happy house type deal. Uh, if it's like if it's not too too weird, I mean it's it's in the comfort of your own home, it's in your bed. Go ahead and give it a shot. But if she gets next level with it, like hey hey, where does diaper real quick though? <laughs> like come here. Or if she start patting your head like there there baby, or like burps you after, yeah. I get it. Like just walk walk up to the line, see what happens. Just to say, just to be like, look, we tried it. You want to try it? I'm here for it. I think it's weird, but I'll do it. And then if it gets any weird, it'd be like nah. I'm, I'm, I ain't the one. This is where I draw the line. Interesting. I don't know. That was a weird one. I was just like, I have to take, I have to use that. One. So there's this absolute family guy where uh, Peter, Peter's boss wanted to have sex with him, but he didn't want to have sex with her because he's married. So Quagmire's like, oh, I'll do it. And the whole thing was Quagmire was in his pants because he's so fat. Quagmire was in his pants and he was going to, basically, Peter was just going to be there wearing <laughs> Quagmire while having sex. What the hell? So the, he could do that like with the baby. Stop. <laughs> so he'd be like, yeah, yeah. We'll send him that advice and see what we'll that goes. Have you seen this episode of Family Guy? Do that, but with the kid. <laughs> Take me later. All right. Next one. Let's let's move on from that. Okay. The ex of the guy I'm dating has sent me warnings. I started dating this guy 10 days back. Uh, I know, 10 days. I like to start things on a clean slate, so I made it clear that my ex is no more in my life. He said the same. Today, his ex messaged me on Instagram saying, one, warning me of his suicidal tendencies, and two, send me screenshots of him sending her emails in which he's begging her to come back, meet him, etc. These screenshots are exactly 10 days back, but he told me he hasn't spoken to her in six months. I don't know what to do now. Should I should I break up? Why is she still why is she texting me all this? I don't even know her. Too long didn't read. New guy I'm dating apparently lied to me. Am I gonna go first every time? Because I'm I'm at shock and ready. Go for it. I bet. Uh it's been ten fucking days. You process it a lot faster than I do. So though. it's been ten days and I know it's I know it's really easy for us to just be here saying things. And it's easier to say than do. It's been 10 days. Just cut your losses and go. Like, there's no relationship. There's no foundation. There's no commitment. I'm very big on when you're in a dating phase. Like, you could be dating multiple people. If you lie about it, that's one thing. But, cool. I appreciate you, homie, for sending me these signals and all. But, leave his ass. Like, just easy. Like, I'm not here for none of this drama. Your ex texting me, we donezo. Yeah, like, to have that much drama from the get-go, like, that seems... Like a lot for a ten day old thing. It's excessive. And uh side note with the whole oh he has suicidal tendencies thing, like look out for him. I don't know if their whole thing was he was like, Don't leave me or I'll kill myself or he hit her up ten days before or whatever and that's what he said before he met another girl, but mm. That's a manipulation play. That yeah, that's not cool that the ex even sent something like that. Like that and the whole thing is 
it's bad on all ends. Never forget. If someone tries to play that card, or if you know somebody who tried to play that card, I say this with all the kindness in my heart. Go kill yourself, all right? Whatever. Do what you got to do. I know it's a lot, but, like, don't put that on me. That has nothing to do with me. I'm a, I'm here telling you that's a stupid move. Don't do that. But if you're going to try to use this as, like, a, a play, go ahead. See what happens. You try to manipulate me? Nah, fam, go ahead. Do it. All right, I'm going to calm down. Yeah, you might need to go on the It's 11.30 at night. We just put these kids down. I know, right? I'm delirious. But, yeah, don't get played with that whole manipulation tactic. Definitely don't say, go ahead and fucking do it. But it's like, no, that's on you. You're grown. You make your decisions. Yeah. I make mine. You don't put that kind of pressure on people. It's it, it's a lot to tell somebody, like, if you leave me, I'm going to kill myself. Like, that's a... And the best thing is literally to physically turn around and walk away from that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's nothing you can say to make it better or worse. Like, because if, if you say, like, oh, like, I'll be here then, you're diminishing your feelings. And if you say something bad, then it's there. It, it's just a bad... It's a double-edged sword. Not advocating for suicide. Yeah, we are not at all advocating for that. (laughs) Val gave me this wide-eyed look. (laughs) Okay, next one. This is this is an odd one. You ready? My twenty-one father, fifty-three, confessed that he has a crush on me, and I don't know what to. I don't know what to feel about it. First of all, before anyone starts judging, my dad has been a good father to me and my brother. A lot of people might find it weird, but I live with both of my parents. They are still happily married throughout my life. I live in an Asian culture where living with parents as a young adult is acceptable, unlike most Western culture. Also, I'm really close to my dad. So fast forward a couple of days ago. It might seem absurd, but my dad wrote a two-page letter confessing his feelings and told me to burn or shred it after reading, which I since fulfilled. He wrote something along the likes of that he thinks of me as the quote unquote perfect him or something like that. He also said that he won't do anything to hurt me and that he will not act on his feelings towards me as I am too pure in his eyes. I know it's weird as I myself find it creepy, but okay. Now I just feel sad and confused on how to confront him about it. Should I keep it to myself and let it be in hopes that we all go back to normal or should I confront him about it? I want to tell my mom, but I feel like this is just going to destroy the relationship. Anyone have any idea how to proceed with my situation? Just to be be clear, I don't think I'm in danger. I know my dad well enough. Too long, didn't read. My dad wrote a love letter to me, and I don't know how to feel about it. There's like three or four different things going on with this. Yeah, and then she also made an edit where she forgot to mention she was a 21 female. Mm -hmm. Um. She mentioned like two, if not three times. Oh, I'm not in any danger, blah, blah. I don't feel like I'm in any danger. That's not even like anywhere on my radar. So for her to feel the need to say that. I feel like she's in danger. It's like, bro, you in danger. Like, are you trying to convince me or are you trying to convince yourself? Um, The whole, I'm going to skip the big one, which is him. But the whole like not wanting to tell her mom and everything for the sake of their marriage, relationship, all that good jazz. You are not responsible for how other people react to other people's actions like how do i say this i don't know what i'm saying i don't know if i said that right i get what you're saying like let me do a train you're not responsible for how the mom would react yeah it's not your fault 
by telling her this, that their relationship goes sideways. Because if it was if it was like somebody else's like husband telling you that, like mm-hmm. a close friend of the family, you would want to tell their spouse. Yeah, he did obviously get a divorce. You may feel a little bit of guilt, but it's not on you. Now. The dad's weird, yo. Like the, it felt very like narcissistic. The whole like it's definitely like, oh, I love me so much, and you're just like you're me. like the perfect me. Me, yeah. That's definitely. so weird. So she says she's in an, like an Eastern household, and there's like there's stuff like that all. I I kind of thought it was weird like that. that she like addressed that because like I I thought that was common knowledge that it's very Eastern to like live. I mean, minorities a lot live with their parents like. I think it's because she's 21 and most I guess, yeah. minorities be there through their 20s. Yeah. But people ready to dip out ASAP. Um, but culture just has you at the house until you're ready to go. I say you have options here. All right. Number one, um, if you want to fuck your dad, fuck your dad, basically. Go ahead with that. <laughs> These are your choices. Do what you got to do. You're obviously on the fence for some reason. All right. I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to give you your options. It's weird. But again, I'm not here to judge. You do you, boo-boo. Second. <laughs> the man said, if you want to fuck your dad, go ahead. fuck your dad. Don't come to me. Go ahead. But uh, the second is move out. I'm part of Eastern culture as well. Mid-Eastern, you know. Yeah. But, Yeah, just move out. If you want to be away from it, that's an option too. If you're trying to truly not bring this up, make this weird. If you're obviously you feel in danger in some way, shape, or form, and even if you're not cool, if you're trying to get away from the whole situation, that's the best bet. Move away from the whole situation. If you're trying to tell your mom about it, tell your mom. Just purely out of respect I say, for her. I say tell your mom. One hundred. It's weird. Just like tell your mom. Let her know what's going on. One out of respect for her. As your mom, two out of respect for her as like a human being, woman type thing. Yeah. And uh, whatever happens, whatever comes of it, like he was trying to be sneaky and shady and shit. All of a sudden, his daughter grows into a full grown woman. He's trying to fuck. Like that's weird on you, bro. That's borderline. What's that called? Grooming. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. that. That's big over there. They get caught a lot out there in the east doing that, but. Remember that story you saw? It was years ago. We was in Texas. Uh, it was an Indian dude. He told his wife that he wants to have sex with his daughter, so she chopped his ass up. He she either cut his dick off and chopped it up and cooked it, or she cut him up and chopped him up and cooked it. I don't remember this, but I kind of, lo- I kind of yeah, love it. Like, but yeah, it's, it's just a, it's it's weird. If it's you told me, I, I might drop you up. Yeah, nah, that's weird as fuck. But that's uh, wild. those are your options. One, fuck your dad. Two, move if out. If that's get, something you want to Get away do. from the whole situation. Or three, go tell your mom and just like that's... It, everything has a moral gray line. Everything has a moral line. The, what I would say, the quote-unquote right thing to do. A lot of times, not all the time, not most times, just a lot of times. The right thing to do is the hardest thing to do. Mm-hmm. And the hardest thing to do is to go to your mom. Explain it all. Tell your dad, like, yeah, you know, you're a great dad, love you, blah, 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 but this shit too much for me. I appreciate you coming out to me with this letter and shit, but uh, the fact that she burned it, like, she obviously is, she's keeping her options open. She's still in the house. She burned this letter. She came here for, what should I do? Just to get one person to be like, yeah, go fuck your dad. You go. 
I don't think anyone's going to say that. Shit, they got weirdos out there. Her That's dad, true. Her dad might be on there be like, you should fuck him. <laughs> he should, her dad's you like, should he let sounds him, like a great guy. You should guy. let him in your guts. Go ahead. Good. Um, Where did I, why did I pick all the weird stories? Hey, look, Shit. This is your choice. Yeah. All right, next. <laughs> Let me get another swig of this joint. Yeah, it's we, getting, it's getting real. Look, that's going to be the first unfiltered, unedited episode. It's going to be the longest cheese. It's not going to be too, too too long. I think it's going to be normal. But anyway, I thought the door was open, and I was, like, freaking out. Oh, we got two doors. One was Zoe's, which we took off her room because the ergonomics of this place is garbage. Yeah. And her closet door opens up into her bedroom door. Which is the mess. only entrance into that room. And it's like a three-foot entrance. It all gets blocked up. So when you got an 18-month-old and a four-year-old running back and forth, I'm like, let me let me give it this goddamn door. So now it's in here. And so now it just looks like we have a main door to enter the office it, and a portal to hell. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, <laughs> it's the door behind the door. Anyway. <laughs> all right. Next. I, 31 male separated from my fiance 29 female a year ago after i found her cheating on me with a mutual friend now we're going to be in the same workplace it was an eight-year relationship and traumatic at that time i was preparing for my physician's exam and an interview for fellowship training we haven't seen each other since i just found out that she will be spending 10 weeks working at the same department where i'll be undertaking my fellowship training for the next six months. Any advice any advice is much appreciated. I have spent the past year making progress in my career, research projects, postgraduate education. Not sure if I have the courage to start seeing someone again. Avoid her like the plague. Hey. Alright, here's your options, my guy. I say just like fucking or, or have a convert okay. I say avo- so avoid her like the plague. They're both doctors. This is straight Grey's Anatomy level right here. Yeah. This I've is, seen this. This is Yeah. Multiple times, multiple seasons. Not me, Valerie. But I'd be watching on the side. I'd yeah. be like, oh, I'm playing video games. What's going on over there with Derek Shepard? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. And then like somebody will walk in. That bitch is back mm-hmm. out of nowhere. McDreamy and McSteamy. Come here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, the best route to take. Is pure professionalism. It'll double as one. Like you said, you've done all this professional growth over this year. Yes, it was a very long relationship. It's going to be very hard no matter what. You could have added 12 more years to this. Still would have been difficult. But this would be a chance for closure, if anything, if you want to have that over a conversation. He's at 12 weeks? 10 weeks. 10 weeks. You better not fuck her, bro. She's going to get you right back in there. Don't let her fucking fool you. I think that's my Because your best advice. friend probably left her after he hit her, whatever that situation was. He probably smashed and dashed just to ruin it all. Anyways, anyways, we're going too deep. Um, do the professional route. Like, work with her. You've been doing great at work. It's only 10 weeks. In the long run, that's nothing for your career. And, again, it'll give you a chance for closure and to see how far you've really come, both professionally and emotionally with this whole situation that occurred. Sucks. These are eight years together, huh? Mm-hmm. Sheesh. That's a long fucking time. That's a long yeah. fucking time. Yeah. For one of his homies. Yeah. I wonder if he's still friends with him. I wonder, too. Did he move? Like, obviously, they were living together to where she has to come to his workplace. Now, there was a time when they didn't see each other like a year. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, now, 
I make I make things in my head try to click. Yeah, I need to know the rest of the story. <laughs> but yeah, no, do do the professional route. Whatever you do, don't fuck it up. Yeah. As soon as you do that, everything's gonna come flooding back, and it's extremely high risk, life. low reward, with fucking you up mentally and emotionally. Yeah. Cause she's gonna come back. You gonna hit. You gonna feel like everything's gonna work together, and she'll be like, "Just kidding. I just needed something to hit for sit for ten weeks." Oh, she's going to find another man in this 10 weeks that you work with, my guy. You might want to dip and go somewhere for 10 weeks. <laughs> Valerie might have been right, yo. Avoid her by the plague. Avoid her like the plague. And he knows what the plague is because he's a doctor. Yo. Oh, my God. Big brain moves. Uh, that's tough, my guy. I'm here for you. So, I'm. my thoughts are avoid her like the plague. Or you can't. have a... Have, like... The for at the first sight have a com- a very short conversation. Be like, you stay in your lane, I'm staying mine. I want nothing to do with you, just so we're clear, and then call it. And nah, then th- that's that's risky right there. Or you could do my favorite route: go straight cold shoulder the whole time. Just be like, hello, how are you? Blah blah. blah. Just keep it literally, keep it professional. Oh, you want to go get catch up, get some food? Nah, I ain't hungry. I don't eat. <laughs> Since you met me, yeah, I don't I eat anymore. I evolved past the point of eating for sustenance. I now of photosynthesize. <laughs> like SpongeBob, photosynthesis. Um, photosynthesis. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Hopefully, he makes it. That's without. a tough one. It's one of those you're just gonna have to go through it. Like yeah. Bandit says, it's a good thing you're tough. <laughs> I hope so. All right, next. <clears throat> So this one's a little different because it says, this is a would I be the asshole if he did this. Oh, pre-planning, premeditated. Yeah. I'm here for it. Let me sit back. Okay. There's a long one too, so get comfy. It says, would I be the asshole if I give a family heirloom belonging to my late wife to my adopted daughter? My late wife, Kate, passed away about 12 years ago. They have a family heirloom that has passed down several generations from mothers to their daughters on their 18th birthday or somewhere around that time. The heirloom itself is not highly valuable in a financial sense, but the history makes it very valuable to the people in the family. I currently possess it possess it after Kate passed away um, and I wait what I currently possess it after Kate passed away. And I always intended to give it to my daughter, Claire, on her 18th birthday. She's currently 16. I married my current wife about eight years ago. My stepdaughter, Sarah, whom I've adopted and consider my own daughter, is 17 and 11 months. Her 18th birthday is in a month. My wife has also adopted Claire and we all consider each other just one family. Oof, I know where this is going. My wife asked me to give the heirloom to Sarah on her 18th birthday to continue the tradition. I was hesitant because I always intended to give it to Claire, who is Kate's only daughter, as this is what she would have wanted. And it's a continuation of the tradition. My wife counters that it belongs to our family now and we should give it to our eldest daughter on her 18th birthday. And therefore, it should be Sarah. I told her that while I consider Sarah to be my daughter, but she's not Kate's daughter. This belongs to Kate and should go to Kate's daughter. My wife said Claire is her daughter, not anyone else's. And wife accused me of playing favorites and told me that I truly consider Sarah to be my daughter. Then I'll do the right thing for her or that I haven't really accepted Sarah as a real daughter. Manipulative. Gross. Mm-hmm. I consulted my son 
from Kate, 25 years old. And he told me that if I, that if I do this, he's going to walk from the birthday party and that he bets that he won't be the only one. He said, if I do this, I should be ready for severe consequences. He left in a very frustrated way. His argument in the end was that this isn't yours to give away. It was mom's and now belongs to Claire. My wife thinks my son is overreacting and it's only because due to his age and moving out, he's never bonded with Sarah like Claire and I have. So he doesn't consider Sarah to be his real sister. Otherwise, he'd be happy for her. My wife thinks Claire will be happy about this since she considers Sarah to be her big sister and it will bring the girls even closer together because Sarah will happily share it with Claire and they'll both have it. So should I be the asshole if I, so would I be the asshole if I did what my wife wants me to do and give the heirloom to Sarah? Leave that fucking bitch. Let me tell you real talk, real real fast. (laughs) It it took me a second to realize that you had two kids there, two daughters. Mm -hmm. And at first. Yeah, hold on. Let's break down the family dynamic because it's a little confusing. So uh, first wife passed away. He has a 25 year old son. And a sixteen-year-old daughter but, with but her. But I need to. I need to look at it. I can't decide. But then he got Cla- remarried. Claire isn't his actual daughter, from what I'm understanding. I, I don't know which name is, but let me tell you. So what Claire is do. the the dead wife's daughter. Okay. But I'm trying to let me. But he may not. He's not the father of her. He adopted her too. That's what I'm trying to make sure that I'm either not, way. I'm not... Either way. Either fucking way. The son was 100 percent right. That insurance, my guy. Honor your late wife's wishes. Regardless. Oh, no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. That's his daughter. I bet. You know what? You're perfect. Regardless of what your current wife says, she's not being understanding at all. She's trying to win the throne off a of dead person like she ain't already your wife type deal. Favoritism or not, this is not her. This is not, has nothing to do with her. This isn't her. This is not entitled to her child. This has nothing to do with favoritism. This is his daughter's mom's thing. If they, if if him and the and Kate were divorced, and she was still alive, that was still going to Claire mm-hmm. because that's her daughter and that's her family's yep. heirloom. Yup. It's selfish for her. I understand what she's saying. Like, we're family, but that that heirloom isn't your family's. Like, yeah, the sentimentality of it and all that is good. And say she magically comes back from the grave. That ain't your daughter no more. I don't care what the law says. You adopted her. Cool. That's her mom, bro. That has nothing to do with you. Now, I'm going to lay it down right now. I don't know if I said it earlier, but I'm very big on this. There's two Piece of advice. There's two things to do. It's a two-step process with every single problem any relationship will come across. Right, I'm going to give you the keys to success right here, y'all. Two steps. Here's your two options, I mean. That's what it is. Two options. One. All right. First, foremost, you run into a situation you're sitting for another or whoever it is. Disagreement, you have a problem. Your first choice. You ready? Leave them. Okay? Oh, I don't want to. This, this, and that. I bet. Cool, cool, cool. Let's go second choice. Talk to them. Communicate. Figure it out. Compromise. Sit down. Oh, it's just not working. I leave them. Oh, I, I don't want to. Okay, let's go back to step two. Talk some more. Communicate. Figure it out. Do that as many times as you feel the need to. Years, therapy, whatever. First step, leave them. You don't want to do that? Work on it. Working on it ain't working? Fucking leave them. So this chick right here, by this chick, I mean his current wife, 
doing the most for no reason. It's not being understanding. It's not being what's the word where you're like, I was gonna set up where you have empathy. You're empath- considerate. No, empath. empath- Empathic? Empathic? Emp- you're empathizing? She's not empathizing. Whatever the noun version of that is. Yeah. <laughs> we need Evelyn to read her. Yeah. Evelyn, help! Basically. Uh, yeah, no, she's... The way the fact that she's pushing this hard on her. Like, also, how do you think the daughter's going to feel seeing her stepsister her with her mom's, mom's heirloom? And then does, the step, does, does your stepdaughter want her or your adopted daughter, I guess? Does she even want that shit? Is it a big deal to her? Is it just a mom fucking around? Like, yo. Did the mom make it a big deal to her? You know, you know what I mean? Like, You willing to do all these wrong? If you're willing to do all this wrong to keep this woman happy, that's on you. Again, make your choices. But what you're supposed to fucking do, this is an easy cut and dry one. Tell her no. If she can't deal with it, tell her deuces. That's still your adopted daughter. Yeah, she's about to be 18, so if she mm-hmm. don't want nothing to do with you no more, like, yeah, that sucks. How long have they together? Eight years? Eight years, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you just raised her from 10 to now. Like, it is what it is. But you're not about to disrespect your late wife and your daughter and her whole family lineage for this one woman who won't understand it. All the love in the world isn't going to fix right and wrong. So, yeah, that was an easy one. Boy, just leave her ass. She's toxic. Dude, I... Th- this The top comment, I think they said it best. It says... You're the asshole for even considering it. Your wife is also an even bigger asshole for pressuring you to do it. It belonged to Kate. It's who you adopted, Sarah. Wait, it's you who adopted Sarah. Kate didn't. It shouldn't stay with, it should stay with Kate's children. Give it to Claire on her 18th birthday. I don't trust your wife around it. You should seriously consider giving it to your son or ideally Kate's mother if she's still alive for safekeeping. Big facts. Have the grandma give it to her as a whole symbolism. Thing. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this in lieu of your mom. Matter of fact, it's not yours no more, fam. I don't know why. You, I can understand why you still have it. Give it back to the grandma if she's still alive. That probably should have been the initial thing to do. Yep. Be like, I know this has gone through generations of women in your family. Easy. After Kate passed away, I'm going to give it to you. And if not, the the something is perfect. Give yeah. it to him to hold on to. Like, keep that shit away from the house. Yeah, because she it, it sounds like she, and obviously I'm making assumptions at this point, but she'd be very capable of taking it and being like, here you go. This is from your dad and I. Mm-hmm. And then him being completely blindsided by it. You should leave him, my guy. Just leave him. Ain't no need for that toxicity. Rather got that mom ear out listening for a baby yeah. right now. I'm just making sure it's late and our kids are sleeping, so we're like trying to make sure. Um, yeah, what a story! Wow. Jeez, we covered three so far. This is the fifth one we're done. We have three more. I don't remember the first. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, next. Okay. Am I the asshole for asking for a new engagement ring? My 25 female boyfriend slash fiance, 27 male, proposed to me the other day. We have talked about getting married before this happened, and I have told him exactly what kind of ring I wanted, down to the shape and band. This is already not going well. When he proposed to me, the ring wasn't anything close to what he previously talked about. I accepted the proposal, of course, but last night he brought up that his mother actually picked out the ring. He asked me what I thought about it, so I told him honestly what I thought and asked if I could get a different one. He got upset and told me I was being ungrateful and that I should be the I should be happy that he even got me a ring. Oof. 
He said that his mom was the one to pick it out, so I should just wear it. Today, his mom called me, basically telling me that I have no taste in jewelry and that I should just go with what she says. I get that he spent a lot of money on this ring, but we have talked about what I wanted before and I'm going to be the one wearing this. Am I being ungrateful for asking for a new ring? Am I the asshole? Oof. Do, we, do we know how long they've been together? Let me see if there's any updates. Mm, no, we don't. So they both, they both assholes in this. One more than the other. Now, this is how fault works, all right? It's it, it it's like it's fluid. One person could be as, at fault to start the whole thing, but then if another person fucks up, equal or worse, then they hold on to that your asshole fucking trophy right there, like the talking stick or whatever. Pass that on to you because you just fucked up worse than I fucked up. Like I know I fucked up, but you just fucked up. And then his mom called. Okay, so obviously his. That's <laughs> where I was going with this. Hit, there's there's a problem. There's a problem that isn't even them two. Before the mom got into it, easy fix. They're engaged. I don't know how long they'll be together. I know first year marriage is tough, yada, yada. The whole thing could have been fixed. With my patent, it's a two-step process. <laughs> <laughs> Leave him or fucking talk about it. All they had to do was talk. Obviously, somebody felt some kind of way, whatever. I completely understand most men have to re- don't have taste like that. I'm not like that. I, look, I got great taste with rings and shit. But anyways... Because I was gonna, I, I was on the same boat. Like I, I think I told you, like I wanted like an emerald ring for mm. the longest. But then you got me this the, one, and it just perfect. made perfect sense. Like it was, it was great. It was perfect. But if you had told me, I got you this ring because my mom said this looked yeah. better than what I what you wanted, I'd be like, the fuck. But I get, I so oh, I even think about that. Actually, I forgot to place that in my mind. She fucking told him what he she wanted. Yeah. And uh, but so that should have been what he the discussion with the mom. This is what she wants. Can you come with me to pick it out, or if maybe you could see something better that's like this, but better, but like, along the same guidelines. Like, you as the fiance, ready to prepare to spend the rest of your life with this person, should probably know them well enough to know at least kind of what they like, especially after them telling you exactly what they want. Sorry for all the breathing, y'all. I'm fat. Uh, <laughs> I drank this monster. My heart beating is hot. Y'all hear his heart beating too? Yeah, basically. Um, I know most dudes bring like their mom or their sister to do stuff like this because they don't have taste or experience in picking out rings. But what he should have done is, like I said, like, this is what she wants. Or honestly, you don't even need her. You can go buy yourself to the store, tell the representative... This is what she said she wanted. They give you options. You pick the one that you feel most comfortable with at your price range and go from there. She was being ungrateful. Understandably ungrateful, I guess I should say. Like, I get it. Like, you, this is a big deal. You're supposed to be about to, about to wear this, flaunt this for the rest of your life type shit. You already told him what you wanted. Like, can you change it since your mom picked it out? Because you want it to be what you want, not what his mom wants. His response was... You're lucky you even got a ring. You're lucky. And look, he's right. He right. A little excessive. He was right. So I was on the fence until his mom came in the picture. I ain't gonna lie. Mom came in the picture. Your taste is trash. 
trash you're a whore i don't know what she said really <laughs> i mean i feel like she said something along there's a lines. lot of nonverbal cues going on but she stepped in and all that honestly that's a family you are about to marry into so yeah so step fucking one leave them <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> And yeah, they can say what they want. Oh, you left over a ring? It's like, no, I left over the whole thing behind her. Yeah. If this is like, imagine. The wedding. The wedding. Look, past that. I'm thinking further. The kids. The kids. Yo. yo. (laughs) We could do a whole talk about that. Off rip, this man ain't on your team. Mm -hmm. He's on his and his mama team. They trying to make you part of their team, not make a team with you. Man, that boy's spitting (laughs) fire. Way go. Fucking VIP, take a selfie, say cheese. <laughs> you can't listen to Bad Bunny anymore. You're not allowed. Man. But that's basically it. You got to find somebody who is your teammate. Like, y'all about to make a new team. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a team of two, you and him, no kids. Still a team, yo. Get out of there. Or y'all yeah. going to or y'all gonna divorce within three years. Call it. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I think... She gonna be like that. Were you, was it on TV earlier? What? No, it was a video I saw. Uh, mom, father, no, the groom's mom was saying some shit. In the vows, she was like, oh, you have flaws. The bride did. And then the mom was like, don't tell my son he has flaws. Oh. He, like, while speaking vows. And she was like, they were being nice. But she's like, I got flaws too. You damn right you have flaws. And like, she's like, and then the bride was like, you can leave. Yeah. You're not going to ruin my wedding. And all the mom was saying, I paid for that dress. I bought that dress. I'm not going anywhere. That is all just to give you an example of what it very could fucking happen at your wedding. Because they're going to throw money at it. She's going to say, I paid for this, this, and that. Yeah. They're going to try to take a hold on you. What do you mean? What do you mean I'm, I'm lucky I got a ring? Bitch. A whole nother man to buy me a ring. First off, I know yeah. my word. Get it, get out of there, queen. Know your word. He ain't no king. Get out of there. Know your word. Basically, and even if you're wrong, even if you appraise yourself way too fucking high, it's definitely higher than what he's appraising you. He ain't nowhere near what you you is. So get out of there. Tell him, oh, tell just him. Fuck it, dip. Yeah, just call it now. Be like, no thanks. You can keep your trashy. Give give the ring to your mama. She really liked it. Give it to her. Basically, go marry her, bro. Let me tell you about this dude and his daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I heard this Reddit say. Oh, my God. We got two more to go, Mo. We got this. And we need like a summary point at the end just to give a final. Just a like, summary. Just in case these people listening. <laughs> the the one in a trillion fucking chance that like, oh, my nightcap picked up my Reddit. My Reddit And say. this is their advice. Look, I'm here for y'all. Some girl out there just taking a uh huh uh huh. Leave his ass. Got mm-hmm. it. Yo, and it's, that's thanks, li- Mo. That's literally fucking it. And look, you can leave him, and you know what's crazy? You can always go back. Cause if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. He might change his life. You know. Yo, you, you might have got his head straight. Like, pussy will do that to you. Give him some good pussy and take it away. <laughs> Shit, he gone. Nah, baby, I'm sorry. You right. We'll ring you up, my uh-huh. bad. The boys ain't the boys no more. We're going to move. She could try that vabbing. They're toxic. Ooh, girl, <laughs> vab it up. Little... I don't know if y'all know what vabbing is, but I found out about it recently, and then Mo found a whole video on Facebook about it. But Yo, 
it's pretty much where women are going around and like taking their like vagina juices and putting it on like the back of their ears or like wherever they put perfume. So you know, male and female, all people, they got whatever it is. Pheromones. You got pheromones. Yeah. And you want to use them to attract the opposite sex or whatever you have. Yeah. So in order to do that, this goes in line with the whole mixing your period blood with spaghetti sauce and having them eat it so he could fall in love with you. I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. I haven't tried it. Yes, you did. Look at me. Fucking <laughs> trap. Stop. Uh, anyway, anyway, um, <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> we're talking oh, vabbing. Yeah, so you, you know, get your little fingers down there, get a little loosey, juicy, goosey, juicy fruit, put it on your wrists, your neck, basically where you put perfume and cologne at, whatever. They'd be like, ugh, <laughs> Girl, why you fucking smell like burnt rubber? And you gotta go take a shower and do it over again. But then the next time you do it. What's that wonderful scent? And it's only going to attract those that have like a... Men be flocking. No, it's only the ones that have like a chemical... Yeah. What's that word? Compatibility Compatib- with you. Compatibility, yeah. Yeah, so you... Well, when I was in college, I got like... I went to this one party. The fuck so- was his name? <laughs> no. <laughs> I got this like roll-on thing that was for like... To enhance like your pheromones mm-hmm. and all that. I use it so much. I had a headache. <laughs> I had... My head was hurting so bad. You was attracting yourself. You had yeah, that, you had apparently. that, that loop back. I was, but like I've heard of that, but this was like next level. I was like, these women really out here doing this. Yeah, hear this, Kings? She over there in college doing that. You know what I'm doing? Fucking shitting myself. <laughs> Ain't nobody coming to me, but she trying to attract them. I'm keeping them away. Stay woke. I'm loyal to my it future never wife. That was. It never worked. <laughs> shitting myself definitely worked. <laughs> <laughs> it only happened like twice. <laughs> Anyway, I guess let's go to the next one. This is going to be a long episode. You were right. They about to Google Vabbing, y'all. It's going to yeah. be great. Pause now to Google Vabbing. But if you want to do it, I fucking fully support it. Let me know what the results are. I'm Send to... us an email. Send us a DM. Be What's like, the... Mo? My boys, the uh, oh, the Luds, they texted in the group. It's like, What's the male version of this? Basically, like, just, <laughs> oh, just, no. just cover yourself in your jizz. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking... Just Woman. personal meat sweats just rubbed on your... Ew. It's going to be stanky. Ew. Like Batman after he takes off his fucking suit. Just full leather. All day sweating. Ugh. Hey, baby, you smell that? It's like the guy from Anchorman. Yeah, they call it Black Panther. And he fucking took out the whole building. They fumigated it and shit because it was oh so bad. It was like God. burnt gasoline. Ugh. Vab it up, ladies. Vab it up. Vab it up. Anyway... <laughs> When do you get shirts and say that? <laughs> Hashtag bab it up. Bab it up. Val says bab it up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Okay. Next. This is a sad one. Okay. Am I the asshole for wanting to set boundaries with my mother-in-law after my son passed away? Okay. I'm wondering if I'm the asshole. Start over. Start over. She wanted to set boundaries. Am I the asshole for wanting to set boundaries with my mother-in-law? After, After my, my son, son passed away. I right, go ahead. Okay. Okay. I am wondering if I'm the asshole. I, 26 female, and my husband, 24 male, lost our son one year ago. So a little bit of a backstory. When I gave birth to my son by a C-section, I was unable to hold him in the surgery room due to epidural and was starting, it was starting to get feeling back when we got to the hospital room. But when we got there, my mother-in-law was waiting and snatched up my son before I had the chance to hold him and took photos with the rest of the family before I was allowed to, before I was allowed to hold my baby. 
I'm angry already. Which, as a new mom, I was very upset. Unfortunately, my son passed away, and at that point, my mother-in-law decided I had no say in my son's funeral arrangements to the point where I had to beg to have one song of my choice played. Also, she picked the day before my birthday for his funeral. To say I have been depressed is an understatement. Since my son passed away, I feel very little to motivate me and have felt broken. So we're starting to approach the year mark. And about six months before the year mark, my mother-in-law told me that upon the year mark, she was taking the custom necklace that had my son's footprint off her neck and any photos that were not ultrasound photos will not be displayed. Not that they were before. Also, she will no longer speak of my baby boy and she expects my husband and I to return to church and get over our son's passing. But here's the problem. I'm struggling to find the good or good intent by this woman by this woman and really do not want to be around her after all she said all she said and done since my son's passing as well as before. Her and I have never gotten along. So am I the asshole for wanting her for wanting limited socialization with my husband's mother? Edit. My husband will support me in whatever I decide to do with his mother. However, his depression has been just as bad since our baby's passing, and I think we both and I think we both use all the fight we have just to make it another day. Edit two. Many thanks for the support. I'm honestly thankful for looking and looking for a support area support group in my area as I was still in the hospital with complications from my C section when she decided where and when everything in the for the funeral was going to be. I got no say and she wouldn't even make the plans around me so I could help with that. Set her on fire. That's tough. That's really, that's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. So timeline was, timeline wise, I should say, my bad. <clears throat> I can't get a grasp. Where for- was he? I, I don't know how old this kid was. Yeah, it, it seems like he wasn't very How long old they were together, though. any of that. Yeah. But where was he when... The funeral arrangements were... Nope, before that. The whole delivery thing. When his mom snatched his kid. Yeah. Yeah, that is a good question. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've been through the same thing. And you were next to the baby the whole time. Hell, when I had the baby in Louisiana, I had her. And the minute I was done... Mm-hmm. They moved, they moved me back to the to the to the uh, bed to wheel me back, and they put her in my arms. Yeah, we don't play them games around here. Which blew my mind because in Texas, I didn't see her for a while, and te- you were with her I was the with whole her time from the jump. We gave her a little rinse off, did the cream in the eyes, give her those two shots. My baby was a G. Yeah. Then we rolled back, and think that's when you got yeah, to see her. Yeah, that's when I got and to then hold I had her. To dip and came back. But anyways, um. So does that, like, my dude, where you was at? So, I I know there's more women than men that listen to this. But ladies, legit, know your work. See these signs. Players fuck up 100%. I'm perfect and I fuck up. But. I'm so tired of you. Ca- call them on this shit. Let them know they fuck up. Because dudes, we, we dumb. We don't know we fucking up. And it takes somebody telling us we fucking up. Because in our heads, we don't fuck up. But. Side note. That was just a little side note. Um, I just can't believe the nerve to just be like, I'm going to hold this and baby. And then continuing on with that, where the... Afterwards, they lost their child. Horrible thing. Would have wished out on anybody. 
but she did all the funeral stuff, and I under—I only understand it because of that last line she said. The last line she said that they are—he also is dealing the same thing that she is, so they don't have the fight to hold this fucking bully off, this manipulative yeah. bully, who basically took this grandkid as if it was her son, made all the choices. Like it's one hand to. It's one thing to carry the heavy load for the right reasons. From the jump, you showed your whole thing. Your whole agenda is you. Mm-hmm. And then to try to tell them what they need to do. Like, yes, there are forceful people like that to tell you, hey, you need to do this, this, and that. And that's the way for you to feel better. But, bro, you got to have some emotion in it first off. You got to be doing it for them. And obviously you're not. Boundaries is the least you should do. Like, I know y'all are dealing with a lot. And y'all probably done with it. You probably found your support group. I don't know what this was dated. This was... This was posted six hours ago. Yo. Um... Alright, two-step process. You ready? <laughs> this is a different two-step process. Yeah, but it works now. with every single... Yeah. Leave. The whole thing. Leave ass. Not just boundaries. Keep her distant. Y'all need time away from her and her negativity. Yeah. Like, move grow. and don't even tell her where you're moving to. Stress is a huge, huge impedance on health or... What's that word? Would you come back? Recovery. Recovery. Good yeah. job. I'm fucking tired. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, yeah, stress be fucking up recovery. It'd be holding you back from doing any kind of comeback. And then you have to deal with physical part of it, mental part of it. Because... She said it was a year, right? They're reaching the year mark. Yo, imagine, okay? And she had a cesarean? Yeah. Okay, so that's basically surgery. No, it is surgery. Yeah, it's major so, surgery. Some people wild out here. So you had the physical part of it. Your body was ready to die, and it's like, nah, nah, nah we're going to take, take care of this. Then you had the stresses and lack of sleep for the next year, whatever. You know, your first time, first year with the baby. All stresses that come with that. You're not getting the sleep you need. Your body's whacked up. You're always tired. Your mind is whacked up. Spiritually, you're getting your ass kicked because the baby just keeps fucking crying. Like, what do you want? No, Mo, I don't think they made it that far. You said it's a year. It's a year to the baby dying. Yeah, one year. The baby died at one year? Before one year? No, the baby... Oh, the she baby died like, when they yeah, gave birth and all that? She mentioned she was still in the hospital with complications from C-section when she decided when and where she everything was for his funeral. Oh, so the baby, they did My God. Yeah, they didn't make it very... My bad, y'all. I'm sorry to go on that tangent with the whole wrong info in my head. Still leave her ass. But that's even fucking worse. And then we haven't even talked about the fact that she decided that at the six-month mark, she was she told them, I'm going to take off the necklace. I, I pretty much, in a, in a nutshell, told them, we're all moving on from this. Wait, we talk about... There is a part where she said... Who's she? The mama? The mother-in-law. She said, so we were starting to approach the year mark. So we're... Wait. We were starting to approach the year mark, and about six months before the year mark, my mother-in-law told me that upon the year mark, she was taking the custom necklaces that my son, with his footprint, and photo... She was taking it off, and any photos that were not ultrasound photos will not be displayed. Oh, just... Just, and, just trashing his memories? Yeah, and that they needed to go back to church. I hate church groups, yo. I hate church in general. 
Yeah. So she decided that, like, we're done grieving. We're going to cut it off, start anew. What's yeah. 17 more years? That's a... Like, I can't... Yo, imagine dealing with... Don't even imagine, because it's too hard. It's too sad. Postpartum and the traumatic experience of that. Like, you no. are... So vulnerable. You are like, literally... Con- you're in a constant state of recovery, because you're in a constant state of getting yeah. ass handed to you. Yeah. And then you're dealing with double what you're, the, you're what the husband is. You're physically recovering. Mm-hmm. You're emotionally recovering. Every like, party, every Ellie, you're recovering. Spiritually, yeah. mentally, emotionally, physically, for sure. Yeah. You're dealing with that double time because of the whole situation. And then your, your number one support, your husband, is dealing with half of that. So already y'all fucking over the cap. Mm-hmm. And the other support structure, the parent, is doing the worst. Yo, y'all need to... Cut DM down. me, y'all come visit, y'all come stay. Like, y'all gotta get away from that. Heartbreaking. Yes. Yeah, cut that woman out of your life. I'm you happy don't... for the support structure we have. And Valerie's mentioned our things and all that on here before. But, like, yo. I could never. No. Never be her ass. You might feel better. Yeah, you might want to let that anger out. How that, old is she? Like, a, you know what? I don't dude, care. That's a sad one, yo. Yeah. Don't matter. Remember that 75-year-old man trying to bully people at front, at the French market? That's true. I need somebody to have an intelligence. I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Last one. Are you ready? No. Nah, let me reel back. Let me take a couple of drinks. Let me take some caffeine. That was, yeah, that was rough. That was tough, yo. That was tough. God, that poor lady. That poor, poor lady. Dude, 26 and 24? I keep thinking I hear our kids. I think she's 26. He's 24. Yeah, she's 26. Yo, her husband was 24. How old were we? We were both... 26? When Zoe was born, we were both 27. Five, no, 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 no. no. I was ago. I was a week away from turning 27. We were both 26. 26. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can you imagine going through that at that time? Without Deanna and, like, without anything. Yeah, Deanna was the biggest part of support for us for any of it, but just us two. And then I guess at that point, what are the closest we could do is say like, if being in the situation that we were in, what if Deanna had talked to us like that and been like, I'm gonna plan the whole funeral and I'm gonna do all this. Like I would have lost. If Deanna did with that, Deanna would have. And I'm only using her as an example because I'm using the the person. Yeah. Yeah. If Deanna like if the person that did that like it was Deanna in this case. Your family would have came and picked up. She would not have been living with us no more. Yeah, like I would have cut it off. I knew. Oh my God! I have no one to call. I know. I don't know who I would have called for support. We lived so far we away. We lived five hundred and twenty-one miles away. Yeah. Just us two. Yeah. Not seeing each other in the mornings. Yeah. Tough, tough. I hope it doesn't break the relationship. I like, like, I appreciate the part where she's like, my husband said he would support me in whatever I want to do. Yeah. But, like, where has he been to, like, step up to his mom? Dealing with it. I guess, saying. yeah, that's yeah. true. I'm it ignoring that fact. End. I'm sorry. It was until the yeah. end they said it. He was, because you know me, and you know I joke about it all the time, but it's legit what I would do if I ever lost my kids. And if somebody Sorry, like, dude, I didn't mean to put you down. If somebody yeah, came true. at he's, me, like, if somebody struggling. tried to do anything wrong with that, because you know me, I'm Team Val and Team Get the Fuck Out of My Face. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Tough, tough. Ugh. All right, last one. 
I did not read through this one. So this one, I am just as surprised as you. Actually, the last one, too. We about to raw dog this? Yeah, we're, we're going to raw dog this. Yeah, brother. Okay. Am I the asshole for calling my hot-tempered guy co-worker emotional to embarrass him into calming the fuck down? Nope. <laughs> I was like, most going to like this one. That's all I read. And I was like, let's see. So, Oh, even better. So I'm an engineer. And I'm working on a team with seven decently chill guys and one guy with anger issues. Like, he can't just have a respectful disagreement. He'll raise his voice and yell and get up and get close to your face. I hate it. So I started just complaining to my boss about it. And he brushed it under the rug saying he's just like that. Mm. The classic move. Classic Schmosby. <laughs> and if I thought he was bad now, I should have seen him 10 years ago before he quote unquote mellowed out. Hmm. It makes me wonder what he was like 10 years ago because he sure ain't mellow now. It's also small enough that there is no HR, only the corporate management, which didn't help. So I took a different approach. I stopped I stopped calling him angry or ca calling what he was doing arguing or yelling. I just swapped those words with emotional or throwing a tantrum or having a fit. I was kind of hoping if I could shift his reputation from domineering in parentheses, put big man vibes to emotional and tantruming. And in quotes, he put weak, sad baby vibes. So, so I started making subtle comments. Like if I had a meeting with him and he got a temper, I'd mention to the other people, wow, it's crazy how emotional Jay got. I don't know what. Oh, wow. It's crazy how emotional Jay got. I don't know how he was, how he has energy to throw a hissy fit at 9 a.m. I'm barely awake. Or when my boss asked me to recap the meeting he missed, I told him Dan, Jack, and James had some really great feedback for my report for insert client. Jay kind of had trouble managing his emotions and had a temper tantrum again, but you know how he gets. Or when a coworker asked why he was yelling, I'd say, honestly, I don't even know. He was getting so emotional about it. He wasn't speaking rationally. I tried to drop it in subtly and some of my coworkers started picking it up. I don't think consciously just saying stuff like, oh, another of Jay's fits or something. I got gutsy enough to even start saying it to his face. Hey, I can hardly understand what you're saying, what you're saying or trying to explain when you're so emotional. And again, my coworker started picking up on it and I even got caught several, wait. And again, my coworker started picking up on it and I even caught several of them telling him to get a hold of himself. After a while, he started to get a reputation as emotional and irrational, which I could tell pissed him off, but he stopped yelling at me as much. Anyway, he slipped, he slipped up once this week and I just said, I really can't talk to you when you're being this emotional. And he blew up at me asking why I was always calling him that. I shrugged and said, dude, you're like you're on the verge of tears. Go look in the mirror before you ask me. And he got really angry. I suggested he might start crying. That was a kind of flippant comment. He was red faced, angry, not tearfully angry. And I could tell. I feel a bit of I feel like a bit of a dick for being petty and trying to gaslight this guy into thinking everyone around him sees him as a crybaby. But it also mostly worked when the proper channels didn't. Am I the asshole for calling my coworker emotional when he got mad? I number one, you ain't no asshole. Number I don't two, think he's number an two, asshole. there was no gaslighting whatsoever. I don't think so either. So 
Can I just say, like, as a woman, I don't see anything wrong with it because anytime we get upset mm-hmm. or anything, you were being emotional. That's so, so that's I was coming in with that. Like, that's probably what the leadership came. Oh, the one woman here was emotional when he spoke to her, so she misinterpreted mm-hmm. his emotions because you know they're so feeling and they couldn't understand what other people's feelings. Like, I'm a dude. I'm the manliest man I know. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, brother. But I've been around toxic masculinity like all day. Mm -hmm. I mean, you were in the military. I was in the military. I'm Middle Eastern. I'm Middle Eastern. (laughs) What a combo. (laughs) I'm saying. Uh, Like, I always see it. And I've been, I haven't been, I've been more in an office setting in the past like few years, like three, four years. So I've seen it also happen that way. But. Women are always going to be dismissed mm-hmm. in a mainly male-driven uh, employment, no career field. Mm-hmm. So she's an engineer. All right, I'm gonna tell you right now how these dudes think. All right, I work with. I'm I'm not an engineer. I work with engineers, not in any kind of engineering capacity whatsoever. I just fix computers for engineers, basically. But I see it. I know how it is. This is probably. I don't actually. I think you're saying. Are you? Do you think she's a woman? This is a woman. She's a woman, right? It doesn't say. You sure? Did I just create a woman? I think you did. I. Oh, it doesn't. No. It doesn't say. Wait, it's a dude that said that. Because in the beginning it said, "I work with." So I'm an engineer, and I'm working on a team with seven decently chill guys and one guy that has anger issues. They, but they don't ever say if they're a that man she's or a woman. woman. That's yeah. crazy. Man, look at me being sexist. Immediately think it's a woman. Now I gotta think more inwards. Why, Mo? Why did you think this is a woman? Because because I let off with the thing saying that like we get labeled as maybe. No, it's probably probably me and my horrible toxic masculinity. (laughs) But uh, even if it's a dude, yo, if that's a dude, I'm gonna shake his hand. I'm gonna lick his earlobe. Like yo, I think it's a dude because I can't see him going up and yelling. To the face of like a woman. a woman, I can though. That's that's another thing. Really? Like, I, yeah, dudes are garbage, especially at that level. I guess. Yeah. And he does exactly what I would do. I troll the fuck out of angry dudes. You know. Me. I know. Which which is why when I read that title, I was like, "This is so something Mo would like, do." Like a hundred percent. Are you, are to- you crying? It's like, oh, dude, come here, baby. <laughs> oh, let me change your diaper. I do that work now. When like somebody leaves in a hissy fit, and then like my coworkers be like, "What happened?" I'm like, "They're probably just hungry. Like they need a nap. Like I understand." <laughs> But, um, nah, dude, that's exactly what he was doing. You weren't wrong at all. His anger issues, anger is an emotion, so he's being emotional. Yeah, it, it's he's not wrong. He's like, incoherent. He just heated. It's nine in the morning, bro. Calm the fuck down. Why are you so angry? This job ain't worth it. Go jerk off or something. Like, bro, <laughs> you got that much energy at nine in the morning. Obviously, we ain't get no pussy. Your, your work, your home life ain't shit. And you just, look, eat a little bit more, jerk off a little bit more. Your day's going to be better. <laughs> Guaranteed. Words of wisdom. Add that next to the two steps. <laughs> That's my I advice for day. Those two steps. And just eat. If you're ever feeling angry or whatever, eat a little bit. Hydrate a little bit. Jerk off a little bit. See how you feel in 20 minutes. Oh, my God. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. 95% of the time, you're going to be all right. Anyway. Uh, nah, this dude's perfect. Dude, 
I think because he reported it, I believe it's a woman. Because guys are left. They're just guys like, will be guys will be guys. Yeah, boys yeah. will be boys. Like fucking bullshit. Either way, I if it's a man or a woman, like I but think it, I I love the approach. I'm it's, here for it's it. Wait, it ain't it ain't the lads. Oh, poor little baby man can't handle it at nine in the morning. Boo hoo. That's exactly what they would have fucking said to his face. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I'm surprised nobody knocked him out but come to his face because. They said they right, walked right up on You him. know this man don't live in, like, New Orleans or something. You cause... ain't do nothing wrong. Hey, I appreciate your goodness and feeling guilty for doing this. Yeah, but there's nothing to feel you guilty about. You ain't do nothing about. wrong. And yeah. never, never forget, bad people don't feel bad for doing bad things. Only yes. good people feel bad for doing bad things. Tell them, I'll tell them. I'm fucking woke, bro. It's like, I'm tired, but I'm woke. Is that the time? <laughs> Yeah, that's the time. Jeez, it's tomorrow. It is tomorrow. Like, we don't have work tomorrow. No, nah, I'm, a, I'm a, Well, you work earlier than I do. Yes, only slightly. Hey. But anyway, yeah. Did you have fun? Hey, let's let's do another one. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> let's keep going. You ready to keep going? Look, hey, keep this unedited. We'll go in there because I might be loud in some and cut off my breathing. Like, make it like ocean waves in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fucking, do that. So I don't hear no fucking whales going... I need help. No. I'm in this fucking chair. Uh, but look, when you said that though, I ain't gonna lie. Like I was awake, but my body was beginning to sleep. I ain't gonna lie. That was one of those like when you were breathing. Yeah, I, that was, I was. I snor- could tell. I was snoring so, with my eyes open because <laughs> I've obviously been around you for so long. You have like different like because earlier you were you weren't breathing like that, and that's your I'm about to fall asleep breathing. Sarah, hey, Sarah said that shit last weekend. She's like, you have different different snores. Yeah. Like you have a bear snore. Like I know you when a- you're when you're out out. Like that snore is like there is nothing waking you up from that sleep at all whatsoever. It's like the opposite. You know what? You know what? One, oh, you know what? One I really want. I have the opposite of it though. From a uh, little Nikki, right? It ain't little vampire. At right, little Nikki, when the dog goes to sleep and goes. <laughs> la 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 la. la. <laughs> But like it's like the opposite. Just go, just a bear, literally a bear. Yeah. Oh my god, Zena would love that. She she loves my screams. She just I, like look at you. And be like, I do your classic dad stretch now, so I'm like a even on top of my fatness, I'm a big strong guy, and I do the classic like get up, stretch, be loud as shit, screaming to the heavens. And Zoe used to be terrified. Zoe used to run. Zoe every time she used to go, oh 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 no oh. <laughs> And just run and away. And she'd be dodging demons on the way to Valerie. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Just do, oh, oh. But Zena just but Zena, smiles. Zena laughs. Zena now does the, she'll do it with me. Because at the end, I'll go. So at the end, she'll look at me with a big old smile and go. <sighs> yeah. It's, she's, she's crazy. She's a crazy person. It's exactly what she is. Nah, this was fun. Yeah. Val hit me up like a couple hours ago. You want to do yeah. a podcast? And like, first off. I need something like, but luckily we Gucci. We got yeah. these kids down fast as shit. Yeah, I um, I'm glad you said yes because I didn't have an episode for this week and I really want to want to go out this week. So, all right. So, hey, look, comment. Let me know what y'all think. Yeah, let us know if you want Mo back. If, if you want my breathing out of here, you let me know. If the, go, let us know if the breathing was too much. If you're like, nah, get this man out of here. If you got insults and you could put them in meme form, I'd appreciate it. The funnier, the better out here. Yeah. 
Yeah. I live for it all. Mo is a meme lord. Yeah, so. if you can make fun of me and make me laugh, like, I'm all about that self-depreciation, baby. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I've said words. Yes, absolutely. Well, let us know what your thoughts, or if you have any strong thoughts on the advice that we gave, mm-hmm. let us know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or just your thoughts on it, any of any of it of the post in general. But thank you for being here. I really think that girl's gonna fuck her dad though. Oh my god! Like, I really think she about to. I don't know. I don't think she is. I, I'll let you know if I see her in any videos. About to look up. Mo. Play the play the Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Later, uh, y'all. Please subscribe. Um, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. We are available. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're all in all of them. Send us a message, an email, um, whatever you want. All right, y'all. Drive safe. Drink responsibly. Yeah. Hey, I'm out you with it. Yeah. Cool. Y'all True. have fun now. You here? Y'all have fun now. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night.